On today's episode of the Kindred 360 podcast, we introduce a new segment, we talk a little football, and we have a foodie review. Let's go! You're listening to the Kindred 360 podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rod Idle, Matt Smith, and Lindsay Terry. The Kindred 360 podcast is an extension of Kindred Church in Midlothian, Virginia. At Kindred, we help people find their purpose. We believe that God designed us to be surrounded by others who love and care for us. We call this your tribe. We invite you to be part of our tribe today, so enjoy the fun, inspiration, and introspection. All in today's episode of Kindred 360. Now, Pastor Rod Idle. Welcome, everybody, to the Kindred 360 broadcast. We are coming to you live from Studio 77 in downtown Midlothian. Say hi, Matt. How you doing? Good morning, everybody. Chris. Hello, hello. Michael. Hey. Now, Lindsay is not with us again this time. She has had her baby, sweet little Abigail, Mm -hmm. and she is home with her uh, for a few more weeks yet. But uh, so we miss her, but glad to have Chris here sharing with us today. And and um, he's going to be sharing a new segment, which I'm excited about. Yeah. I am really happy to be back at this. It's been a few weeks, guys. We we've missed it for a few weeks. I know it's been kind yeah. of busy, crazy, right? Yeah, I've been ready to get back too. Yeah, man, this is this has been tough. Our our producer, uh, you all hear him here every once in a while, Mike. Uh, he has been so cotton picking busy, and uh, it's nice to be able to back come back in the fold and do one of these. So. Welcome everybody. Good to have you with us. I hope that you enjoy today's show. You know, one of the things that I like to do, guys, is I like to start my day with the word, don't you? Yeah. I, do. I mean, I like to get up in the morning, get my coffee, feed the dog, get my coffee, sit down, and before I look at my emails, Facebook, whatever, I start with the word of God. So I thought, what a great way to start off our segment today. We want to start you off with the word. Now, it may not be the word from scripture, but it's a word. And so without introducing anything, I just want to send you over to a new segment that we're starting today. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome. I am your spiritual barista, Topher, and this is The Morning Shot. Don't run away from the place where you need a miracle. We have a God who is in the business of miracles. Christine Kane. I hope you have a terrific day. All right, that was your spiritual barista. Topher. Now, I got to be honest, after hearing that, I appreciate the statement. I appreciate the quote by Christine Kane. That was a good one, wasn't it? Was it was a good quote. But after hearing that, I think we need to talk about some manly stuff right now. Okay? So let's, <laughs> let's talk about football. If we're going to talk about the Redskins, I don't know how manly it's going to okay. get. Yeah, we'll oh, get man. too manly with the Redskins. Matt, how you doing about the Redskins this year so far? Guys, I'm, I'm kind of hurting a little bit. <laughs> I can't I'm not having a good season this year. <laughs> Listen, our Redskins are awful. And here's we were joking because Pam and I always Pam, my wife Pam is a, a diehard Steelers fan. I'm a Redskins fan. Her dad was actually a steel mill foreman at one point, so it's in their blood. 
And uh, so we we have a competition all the time about who are the kids going to root for. So we're always like, no, nah, you need to pull for the Steelers. No, nah, the Redskins are the best. Listen, this year our combined teams are zero and six right now. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you just pick a new team. We're all miserable. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. it's been it's been tough. I tried to watch them a little bit last night. Turned it off by halftime. Yeah, it's been really tough, um, and uh, it doesn't seem to be getting any better. <laughs> it doesn't. I, I think we got to get the rook in there. Just, just go ahead and let the the young. QB you know what? Get though, some reps. I see why he didn't play last night. He could have got hurt. I mean, uh, that Bears defense just. They were first ugly. of all, they're phenomenal yeah, defense. That's right. But they just ate you guys up. I mean, they really did. They ate yeah, you yeah. Up. I mean, they just made us look like punks. I mean, it was like we had the B team in there. Like, hey, all the bench warmers, y'all roll out there against the the starters and hope you do your wow, best. Wow, you guys got mowed. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. After a while, I was like, I was like, man, can't you give them at least a game? And that, you know, what bothers me about the whole thing? To be truthful, living here. And I know that I have to watch the Redskins every week. <laughs> That's what really st- it was kind of like when I lived out west and I got every Raiders game and every 49er game. Wow, wasn't I just the luckiest guy? <laughs> so. That's the hard part of this is I know that they're going to be on. And then when they weren't on, they couldn't show my Vikings. They had to show. Yeah, they um, go in division. Cowboys. Yeah, that's right. Playing. Who'd they play where they just killed them? They just uh, killed them. And it yeah, was that's like. that's right. My word. Oh, it was um, Miami. Wasn't it Miami? Yes, it was Miami. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Another that's bad I, team. That's when I wish I had DirecTV. Where exactly. I every single yep. game, and I can choose which one I want to watch. I used to get that, Mike. I used to get that every year. And uh, But that was when you know the, the, the Vikings always played. 90% of their games are at 1 o'clock on Sunday, and I would be home. When you live out west, I would miss three-quarters of the game because yeah. 1 o'clock on Sunday is 10 o'clock Sunday morning. That's right. So... Um, I have a new alarm now for the game. Um, <laughs> Owen is starting to watch it with me. Or nice. Watch. And so when I'm in the kitchen, he when they start, the line gets up, and then they start going at each other, nice. he yells, <laughs> right, so, I like it. That's so great. Now I can go. Oh, look over the screen, see what's happening. <laughs> I like it. Good deal. Chris, do you have a favorite team or anything in football? I have to. Admit, do you know what football is? What is? Football. What is football? That is the question of the what day. What is this football? What is this football? You say uh, football? What is no, this surgery? I I am not watching football this season. I don't hey. have I don't have cable and also hey. I just I don't know what it is. I just that you know makes what? it Honestly, seem like you've watched uh, it before. Do you I have really I have. No, no, no. Okay. So I did grow up watching a lot of football with my dad. Were you a Rams, Chargers? We watched a lot of Chargers. Yeah. And he still he still watches it. But you know, being on the be on the East Coast, it's harder. Yeah, so. yeah, it really how, is. How it's, is it harder? Because they never show their games. They don't yeah. show the games. Yeah. They don't. Oh, meaning like that team. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's difficult to um, enjoy some because you get the Ravens, you know, yep. you get the Redskins, and then they stay in division. Like it's really important who wins between the Giants and the Eagles or whatever. You know what I mean? Who cares? But <laughs> hey, the Giants got a new starter. The, and the Giants the won. They won. I watched it because that was bonus coverage. It was a great debut. For I was so a happy for my yeah. buddy Rick Norton, who you know he was a huge Giants fan. So I always used to tease him all the time about Eli Manning. But um, I was so glad they won Sunday. But 
Anyway, Matt, I want to let you know that <laughs> I was even rooting for your Redskins last night because the Bears are good and they're in the Viking division. And, yeah. and uh, I was rooting for them. I don't think you want to make that bet that we did last year, do you? No, I don't want to go anywhere near. Okay. No. I was just wondering. Because oh, I, I think we already beat how well, many we, games you're going to win. Here, we need to we make explain. Here's, what we, here's what we need to do. We need to do an over-under for each of our teams but and you who know gets what? closer, right? I think the Vikes play the Redskins this year. So because they've already played the Eagles okay. and they played Dallas, so they must play that division. Okay. So they play the Redskins. What we'll do is we'll have some fun on that game. Yeah, yeah, we got to do a different right. uh, a different type of bet, you know. You give me 24 points and uh, we'll make a bet on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, listen, man, I was feeling for you last night. I texted you a few times during the game. That was rough. That was so rough. You know, Chris, you talked about not watching. NFL is boring, in my opinion, right now. I mean, it's a boring game. It was they very have, exciting for Bears. They fans. jump. Yeah, but no, what I mean is they jump to commercial every three minutes. Yeah. Um, someone gets injured. There's a replay. There's a call on the field. There's, you know... Penalties galore. The penalties are ridiculous. It's just year. getting so yeah. boring. I think the last couple of years, and you can see there's a lot of empty seats. By the way, last night's game sounded like it was in Chicago more than Washington. <laughs> Listen, can I give you a statistic? We're now two and eighteen out of the last nineteen Monday night shows. Well, oh my gosh, we are you awful guys, in prime you, time. Wow. We're awful normally, but in prime time, we are. Just but last night, I mean, every time Chicago got a first down, there's huge cheers, and I kept looking. No, well, it says they're in Re in Washington D.C. Yeah, that they was were crazy. Yep, that was crazy. So, yep. anyway, well, I feel like that got the testosterone boosted back up a little bit. After <laughs> I know I tend Topher. to bring it down. I guess uh, you know. So that <laughs> no, was that good. Was great. And speaking of testosterone, I heard that a mission went on yesterday. By the way, it was a failed mission. But, Mike, you and Matt Gregory were on a mission. Tell us a little bit about oh that yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So two, a couple of weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, Matt tells me, hey, Rusty Taco is having uh, a little deal. If you get the first 50 people get in line at the when the grand opening in the morning, it gets free tacos for a year. And this is our friend Matt Gregory. This this isn't right. me, though. I would have loved yeah. to Which, I hang had, out, take a shot for yeah, tacos for you. We hang out a lot, and and so I was like, oh, I normally don't do these type of like. I'm not the person who wait in line for a game or or like you know for like I don't I don't do that. And so I was like, all right, let's let's give it a shot. So the night before, I how early did you have to get up? Well, that's the thing. I'm getting to that. Calm down. So. <laughs> He already had his morning shot. He's he's on it right he did. now. Uh, and I lost my train of thought now. What was I? Oh, so I called the night before. I had it on my calendar, my schedule, which my assistant goes, I don't know what this is all about, but you're dealing with it. <laughs> so I call him up. I said, all right, are we doing this? And we went back and forth for a good three and a half, four minutes of even if we were going to do this. And then we had to talk about how what time we were going to go. To see, you know, and it was opening at seven. So we compromised. We started off at saying five, and then we went to six, and then we went to 6.30. So we get there, or at first, I, when I text him in the morning saying up, getting in the car, and he's like, same. So we get there. Dude, there was a line wrapped around the building already <laughs> when we got there. I was like, and Matt didn't get there yet. I was like, oh. Matt, turn around, go home. You're fine. 
So he was already kind of going to work. He gets so he was going to be basically half an hour or 45 minutes early anyways. But so it wasn't that big of a but I don't get up that early because I work late. And uh, so I asked the lady, I said, well, how long who was in line? I said, you know, how many people? And we're and she's like, oh, that person makes it 50. We would have been like 64, 65. Wow. And so they must have got there. At least three in them. Or there was people camped out like in tents. Yeah. That's what's up. I would have done that for some tacos. Let me ask you something. Are the tacos worth it? Are those good tacos? I went there yesterday for dinner with Owen. Uh, Mel had something to go to my wife and at that night. So um, I didn't even tell her the story yet. So, so new. Um, So she's going to hear it and be upset that I didn't tell her a person. But um, (laughs) so... uh, we I get there and I look at the menu up on the you know the top or whatever or the above the ordering, and it's expensive, like three four dollars a taco. Oh, I mean wow. two, two maybe two fifty the lowest Lobster one. tacos. Or? I mean they have like steak taco, chicken taco, shrimp taco, fish taco. You know, they have different stuff, but you know three tacos, chips, salsa, a soft drink, fourteen bucks. Ouch. Yeah. I, I, that's why I like. Are those. they good? You didn't answer the question. Are they good? I would say they're above Chipotle. Oh, they're above Chipotle, but As they're in not. Like if you order their, they're not three tacos, tacos for fourteen dollars. But this place is good. not a chain, right? It's a chain. It yeah. is a chain. It's What's it called again? Rusty Taco. Rusty Taco. <laughs> All right. So they're mainly in the Midwest, the West Coast. Got to get a that tennis so, shot afterwards. You know. <laughs> Environment's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, little, little, not that big, but it's got a open, um, huge uh, open area that kind of flows into the inside. So you kind of have the outside inside type of feel. Yeah, um, it has a um, like a a bar slash you know drinks and stuff. So if you want a beverage, you can have that. Mm. Where's it located and, at, Mike? Uh, Westchester Commons, okay. uh, kind of across the catty corner from the ski, um, okay, the ski rental place. And cool, all cool. But try it out. Do what you think. The environment's kind of cool. I don't know. Last time I went to a restaurant, you suggested was the Luther Burger, and I don't know that I've digested <laughs> oh, all of that man. even yet. I love well, there's a couple Burger. places I've tried recently. Mm. The um, hot you and chicks. I went to one place. What was that place called? When we were out. That was downtown. We went to that one restaurant. I can't oh, remember. That was pretty secret good. Secret Sandwich Society. Yeah, Secret Sandwich Society. Which that was pretty good. We got a ticket. I got a parking That's ticket. That's right. You did. That's right. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, but uh, there's a couple of places. Hot Chicks is one of them. That I've heard that's go. incredible. That's, that's really, really good. Um, but cool. um, yeah. That's my Always look review. forward to Mike's food review, foodie review. He he tries the new restaurants. A lot of times he'll text us or email about a new restaurant. And uh, I just saw that on Facebook that you and Matt Gregory had taken off down there trying to get free tacos A-hole. to know of I was shocked. <laughs> I could not believe you got a did you, in the did morning. Did you get a like, stick around and get a breakfast taco or something? No, we went to Starbucks <laughs> with about seven other guys <laughs> in the same thing. So yeah. we're all like, walk of shame. Walk of shame. He's walking away. That's funny. Good deal. Well, appreciate that so much, Mike, sharing with you. So always look forward to hearing those uh, from me different different restaurant experiences that you have 
Guys, I want to talk to you about something. I'm going to start out with a with a question. Do you have a story behind your name? Why your parents chose the name for you that they did? My name means the gift of God. I know what it means. What did they? Because there was Uncle Matthew. Proof or, is in the pudding. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Will you turn his mic off? <laughs> Mute him for the rest of the show. I know. My mother told me that my, the doctor said, "Are you sure you want to call him Michael?" Really? Straight up. Wow. 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 Okay. And he still asks himself that every day. How about you, Chris? Do you, do, I don't. There a I have no idea. Name? Do you have any idea about I really this don't since? because I'm I'm adopted. Right. Um, right. Right. And so I don't know. But coincidentally enough, my middle name is my grandfather's first name. So that's a really nice coincidence that that happened. So I can okay. keep that in adopted the, grandfather's first yes. name. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, this is cool. cool. Yeah. So, well, uh, like when we name Brad, his middle name is Stephen, and he's which is my brother's name, and we named him purposely after my brother. Lindsay's middle name is Anne, which is my mom's middle name, and so we named her. Sometimes we choose names for the meanings, like Matt's. Right? What's it? What's Matthew again? Gift of God. Gift of God. Okay. Yeah. We choose them for the meanings, or they remind us of someone special. Right. And so I've always, just a little side note, I've always hated my name. I've never liked the, the name Rod, Rodney, anything about it. Um, my dad um, was choosing between Rod, and Rodney, and Rusty. So I do like my name better than Rusty, <laughs> although I might own that taco Rusty shop. Yeah, that exactly. would be good. I, don't I went know. to a school name. his name was Rusty Needles. Yeah, well, you know what? That's funny because I had a substitute teacher... And he ended up being on a game show years ago called Truth or Consequences, all right? Years ago. His name was Rusty Pipe. True story. His so, parents just didn't like what is Yeah, that? what's wrong with people? Yeah, don't, I don't do know. that. So, it's not funny. Anyway, That's enough about that. But the truth is, even in the Bible, names in the Bible were of particular significance. Isn't that true? Yes. When God gave someone a name, it defined who they were or who they were to become or what they would do or even described what would happen with the nation of Israel. Abram, his name was changed to Abraham, which means the father of many. Remember when Jesus changed Simon's name to Peter, which means rock, and he said, on that rock, I'll build my church. When it comes to the names of God, God has many names in Scripture. The meanings have extraordinary significance to us if we really understand the names of God. God is so amazing. God is so complex. He's so vast and awesome. One, one, one name just can't describe him. He needs so many. In fact, in Scripture, did you know that there are over a hundred names for God hmm. found in Scripture? Do you know the names of God? Do you guys have a sense? Can you think of some about the names of God? Yeah, there's uh, El Shaddai. There's uh, I, I, I'm awful at those. I'll be okay. honest. I've yeah. always been awful at those. All right. And so, um, <clears throat> how about you? Christian? We have the the names like Jehovah Jireh, Nisi. Right. Um, I can think of a couple of those. Maybe um, articles like um, I mean, simple ones like Father or Healer, Counselor, okay. Provider. Okay. Yeah, um, description. You know, names. Like the that. truth is, Matt, just like you, for a long time, I really never thought about the names of God. I just called him God, and I and I took that with my understanding of who God is. Now, I always capitalize the G in God, 
and I always capitalize the H and he or him or any pronoun for him. I still do that to this day, but I never really thought about the names of God. You know that Hebrews will not write out the word God. That's right. And so there's a lot of respect that comes when you talk about God. In fact, Hebrews for Yahweh do not put in all the letters of Yahweh even. Right. That's correct. So, uh, but I truly believe, I've come to believe that it's important as as Christ followers to understand the names of God, to learn and understand. The Bible says in Psalm 9, verse 10, it says, And those who know your name put their trust in you, for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. And I really think that that is a key verse in understanding why we want to know more of the about the names of God. And that is, it's... It gives you confidence to put your trust in God when you know more about him. A common name for God is Yahweh. It's probably the most common and probably the most important name that we see out of the hundreds that we find in Scripture. Each one describes a particular characteristic. Yahweh describes his supreme being, right? They help us understand more of his power, more of his wonder, more of his might, things like that. And they describe what he does, how he acts, how he moves in our lives. And they describe how he responds to people as well. Knowing God's name helps us trust him more because we understand who he who he is and what he's about and what he can do. The more I know about God's name, the more I understand that I can trust him with all of my circumstances. I was talking with a buddy of mine last evening, in fact, on the phone. He was going through some challenges in his business, and he was feeling a little bit discouraged, but he was talking about how he's learned to trust that if God chooses not to bless him because, and he's talked about maybe some sin in his life or whatever, and I kind of stopped him. I said, listen, I want to let you know that, yes, sometimes God can't bless us because we're living contrary to him. But God doesn't choose to bless or withhold to bless simply because he likes us, he's mad at us, or he's happy with us, whatever. That's not God. God always wants the best for us. That's probably where I come down to one name about Jesus, and that is that he's our shepherd. He calls himself our shepherd, right? He knows us. He loves us. He's gone to great lengths to rescue and save us. And Jehovah Rohi means our shepherd. I believe probably the most well-known passage for that is Psalm 23, right? The yeah. Lord is my shepherd. Mm-hmm. I shall not want. Jehovah Rohi reminds us that God is our shepherd, and a shepherd wants what's best for his sheep. And he will soothe them, he will guide them, he will watch over them, he will even lay in the gate and become the gate to the pen for them and protect them, right? Jesus even said in John 10, I'm the good shepherd, all right? And the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. If you can remember, I think it stops making you try to interpret everything going on, the circumstances that are going on in your life according to whether God's happy with you or not. I think that's a fallacy that we often have. Think about a shepherd. Let's say a sheep is stepping out of line. It, it, it wandered away from the herd, and he went and he rescued and he brought it back. Would he not feed that sheep? Would he not anoint its head with oil to keep the gnats out of its nostrils and its eyes or whatever? Of course not. He would continue to bless and shepherd that sheep. Well, in Scripture, God reveals himself to us through his names. 
I, I wrote some down here just to remind us. Uh, El or El Eloha uh, means God is mighty, strong, and prominent. Elohim, which means God is the creator. He is mighty and strong. El Shaddai, you mentioned, that means God Almighty. Adonai is Lord. Yahweh, Jehovah, is Lord. Jehovah Jireh, God will provide. I've been praying a lot to Jehovah Jireh about our building and all that, right? Right. God, you will provide. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Jehovah Nisi, you mentioned that, the Lord our banner. Jehovah M. Kadesh, (coughs) excuse me, the Lord who sanctifies and makes holy. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is our peace. Jehovah Elohim, the Lord God. Jehovah Sedek, kids, I'll get it out, T-S-I-D-K-E-N-U, you pronounce it, the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Rohai, the Lord our shepherd. Jehovah Shama, the Lord is there. Jehovah Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. El Elyon, most high. El Roy, God of seeing. El Olam, everlasting God. El Gibhor, mighty God. Knowing those names and understanding who he is helps you also in your prayer life. Are you in need of healing? You pray Jehovah Rapha, right? Are you in need, struggling for peace? Are you in a time of distress and anxiety? You pray Jehovah Shalom. What about provision? Are you in need of something in your life? Jehovah Jireh. Listen, I want to repeat what I said earlier. God is so amazing, so complex, so vast, so awesome that one name can't describe him. God has a name for every situation you find yourself in. We need to learn the names of God because it will help us understand not only his character but his capacity. And I think we find more rest and we discover more peace when we understand his care for us. Should be one of your great desires in life. In your Christian walk, one of your great desires should be to know the names of God. Not to memorize and impress anybody, but because it'll make an impression on your soul. You know, Ephesians 1.17, Paul wrote, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so you may know him better. Knowing the names of God helps you know his character, and God wants to be known by you. God wants to be known by you, and knowing his names allow you to know and experience God more. So I encourage you to maybe make a list in front of your Bible or have it in front of you, something that you can just constantly read through in your devotional. You know, we talked earlier on about starting our day with the Word. Yep. Well, start your day with the names of God. Prayerfully, Pray over those names. Learn to pray those names when you're asking for certain provision or for healing or for peace. Um, Learn to pray those names. Call him out according to those names. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it will enhance your prayer life. I think it will help you grab a little bit more about what God is capable of. Because so often we pray to a God in our mindset that we've created and not the God that we read about. You know, so let me encourage you out there. If you've not spent much time in understanding the names of God, understand that it's not a test to pass, but rather it's something that brings richness, truth, 
more color, more vibrancy to your walk, to your prayer, to your study, when you understand the character of God and the names that you find in Scripture. So let me encourage you in that and and uh, spend a little bit more time in that kind of thing. All right? That's all I got to share with you today. I hope you uh, appreciate that and maybe take it to heart and maybe start studying a little bit more. You know, if you don't know the names of God, trust me, you can go to, you can Google it and you'll get a long list and you can print those off, put them in your Bible, and you can just pray over those as you go along. All right, well, we got a few out of our next segment, the Hot topic segment. So, Matt, what do you got? You know what time it is. It's time for your Hot topic. Uh, hey, this... Uh, this uh, podcast i'm bringing to you guys a couple of really cool stories from august okay and the first one you guys know i used to run cross country and uh so endurance sports always uh interest me and this past uh the the last saturday of august 2019 uh we had something really cool happen in uh in in those sports uh an american named zach bitter uh, crushed the 100-mile world record with a pace of 6 minutes and 48 seconds oh, man. per mile. I want you to think about that. That That's a great 5K pace. Uh, that's a fantastic uh, marathon pace. But to think about running 100 miles with a pace of 6.48 a mile, that is insane to me. And uh, and it's it's pretty cool. I got a question for you guys. What's the moment where you feel like you've been like an overachiever? Have you ever had like an overachiever moment? Because uh, this story got me thinking about it. Yeah. Eating. Um, I find uh, I'm a phenomenal overachiever. Um, and, you know, not too many times in my life, honestly. <laughs> I, I feel like that's I'm a, a question of like... What's your weakness? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's yeah, that's like, right. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the same thing. Like I was telling Rod the story the other day about how I ate 23 Icy Pops in a row and spent the night writhing in tooth pain. It was it was part of some you stupid You even went to bill. the doctor, I went to you? the dentist the was next day. Bit? I didn't sleep a wink that night. It hurt so bad and eventually it went away. But here's what's amazing about the story. I think the story in and of itself is amazing. All right. But not only did this guy uh, run uh, 100 miles with a total time of 11 hours, 19 minutes, and 13 seconds, he beat the record by 10 minutes, which is fantastic when, you, when you're talking world records, right? right? But not only did he do that, but he was sitting there thinking, well, hey, there's uh, the world 12-hour uh, record, and I bet I could beat that too. And so he ran for another 40 minutes, and uh, he and he ended up in with 12 hours. He ran 104.8 miles. In 12 hours. Kept going. So in one day, my man got two world records. How amazing is that? that was this is outside and across? I think that's what uh, the, the the article I was reading from Runner's World. That was uh, a good question. Was yeah. uh, it, it actually talks about that? And he's uh, typically trained in warm weather, and so, so it wasn't a track. He it, was out. It was. Yeah. A track. It was an indoor track. Oh, okay. And, right. My and man they, ran around the track for twelve hours. And they said that uh, the yeah, I know, right? I thought he was Matt's man. 
All right. Anyway, I'm confused. Now. <laughs> Your man, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach Bitter, everybody's boy right now. Yeah. I mean, wow. it just how fantastic is that? And so, there's a name if you don't know, if you're interested in the runners' world. That is crazy. He was the already the American record for the hundred mile. Now he's the world record for the hundred mile, and now he's also the twelve hour. Um, world record holder as well. Wow, wow, wow. I feel like uh, way to go, Zach. If, I know you're listening, so way to go, buddy. <laughs> way to go, Zach. It I makes my like, 23 uh, pops, well, as, pops look as like a runner. Did you hear about Matt Bowling, the new guy at, uh, at Georgia? No, tell me about him. He holds the record for the 100 meter uh, currently he, uh, for the high school, but now he's a freshman in college and he's killing it. Are they saying he's got hopes to, oh, to yeah. compete for? Oh man, this dude is. The world uh, considered record is like the fastest right now. Oh, yeah. You should like, look him up later. But. Like Forrest Gump, I was running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Forrest Gump was the record he actually beat, and so little known trivia there. Uh, the other story uh, I wanted to tell you guys because you know it's time to get a little. That's right. Uh, this one just made me laugh. This was so stupid, uh, but it just made me laugh. Uh, last month. Uh, also, not only did one guy set a record, two world records in one day, but another girl uh, made news. But it was kind of for opposite reasons. It was kind of not for anything amazing. It was more for, wow, you did that. Uh, there was a woman uh, practicing what uh, some call extreme yoga. And it's where you do yoga in these outrageous environments. Have you heard of hot yoga? Yes, I have, and I have no desire to do any yoga of any type, extreme hot, cold, or anything, uh, but this young lady, 23-year-old uh, Alexa uh, Terrazas, uh, is, uh, there's a picture that's been going around on Twitter where she is seen hanging upside down on the outside on her balcony while she's only supporting herself. Her head is and torso is on the outside of her uh, balcony railing. And her, she's kind of hooking herself just on her legs and supporting herself with her legs. Well, unfortunately, uh, the stunt didn't work. Ooh. She fell 80 feet. No. Now, the good story, I probably wouldn't tell this, share the story if she died. I mean, but the, the good news is she did survive. But uh, for her troubles and for this cool shot that she could share on Twitter and social media, uh, she broke bo both of her legs. Suffered fractures to her arms, hips, head, and she uh, suffered a uh, hundred and ten uh, breaks, uh, bone breaks uh, total, and underwent eleven hours of surgery post the fall. You know, we could and do a reenactment here over the back deck with Rod. Nah. <laughs> I think yeah, I'd pull Rod your deck. A... I'd pull your deck <laughs> loose <laughs> from your house. <laughs> I mean, the, the fall is only a f uh, one story, so. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I think yeah. if I leaned on the outside railing, you're whole. <laughs> That's a good way to get Gay to come and hunt you down. <laughs> she caught you. No, I think she might join it. Hey, Mike, I thought. I'll hold the camera. <laughs> let's, let's raise that bad boy up. Hey, did you loosen the screws? Like I said. All right. But anyway, so there you go. There's a couple of funny ones. Uh, the the picture is amazing. It's it is outrageous when you're looking at I've it. You see it. the yeah, skyline, yeah, yeah. and you're just like, "What are you thinking?" And there you go. So. It's uh, it's it's crazy what what they do. You know, you talked about that hot yoga. That is big in college football now. That a lot of the players are going to hot yoga. Okay, where they it's get intense. a sweat, and they showed they showed it pre the Ohio State game last week, and they showed a couple of their players going to it. And I guess it's it's like a no pun intended hot thing in college football right now. Right, so. it's, it's huge in California. I mean, yeah. it's like 
is they they say it's in pretty intense big stuff big stuff well thanks matt for those hot topics and uh, you know what i'm gonna send it back to you right now can you give us a little bit church activity what kind of things are going on out there yeah that's right as we're wrapping up we would just want to give you guys uh listeners uh some heads up on some things that's what's coming up uh the first one i'd point to is we've got our very first men's breakfast of this year coming up this Saturday at 8 a.m. That's uh, September 28th, if you're not sure when this is. And so, hey, we'd love to have you join us. It's at uh, the church building. Uh, We've got a good friend. He's going to be sharing his testimony, and uh, the food's always good, and it's just a good time. Uh, You're always out of there by, uh, by 10 and uh, sometimes even before that, 9.30-ish. And, um, and so it, it's just a small chunk of your day. You guys know I'm a, I'm a, a dad with young kids at home. And, and, and so it's an it's a easy investment and once a month uh, to make sure you got some fellowship uh, in your life. And so especially just guys encouraging guys. Uh, the verse we always use, you've heard it before, is Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so one man uh, sharpens another. And that's what I always feel like. I always feel uplifted, encouraged. Somebody will will pray for me if I need it. Uh, it just, and, and not even that, just even just sitting around laughing is good. The next thing I want to encourage everybody is uh, probably the entire staff's favorite event for the year, the chili cook-off. It's going to be great. Gonna be I, great. I'm so excited. I am not going to have Resendi's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like judge. this type of chili, guys. I don't think I'm going to use it. I was him. a Simon Cowell. I remember that. I, yeah, he was. He was a Simon Cowell. <laughs> I was a Simon Cowell. I love chili. That's true. We need one of those, so we might have it back. Good job. I could wear like a long... Dang, that was funny. We'll have like a 13-year-old teenager. The worst thing I've ever eaten. Get out of here. <laughs> Tear him up. That's a terrible Simon Cowell thing. Boring, non-entertaining. My British whatsoever. is even worse. But anyways, uh, anyways that's... That's October twentieth. There you go at five p.m. Five p.m. at the church. At the church, and yeah. um, and what you can do if you if you're interested in joining, we even had some new families asking if you want to bring a pot of chili to compete. You can. If not, uh, bring some side items. Uh, whatever. We don't plan it out. Bring cheese, chips, sour cream. The worst I could say is this is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so don't bring any rubbish chili or Michael I, get you everyone I wouldn't awful. feed this to my best friend <laughs> I will tell you about the chili cook-off it is Matt's right it's the staff's favorite event it's it's absolutely a blast the fellowship is unbelievable last year I think we put on a football game well yeah I mean the Redskins uh, were playing the Cowboys yeah but we, uh, we had that up we on screen up. Yeah. and and uh, but we just had a great time fellowship hanging out um, and uh, we'll do the same this year. Uh, we'll hang out, and I hope that you'll be a part of it October 20th. Thanks, Matt, for sharing that. That's going to be awesome. Yep. Mike, before I close us out, uh, tell us a little bit about the podcast reach. How are we doing on where are we reaching? What what countries are we reaching? Uh, we got Ireland. Ooh. Ireland, all right. Um, and UK. All right. Well, that's pretty awesome. I tell you, we have had... But that's not what I was t- pointing you about. Oh, you Mike. weren't? No. Okay. Mike, why don't you share with them the stuff you expected me to understand? It's kind of an extension of what you were talking about, <laughs> about your names and stuff. Yeah. And what it means. And I think we should do this as a podcast team. Okay. I think we should do the 23 and Me. Oh, I've been wanting to do and that. And do the DNA kind of analysis. Each one, we, we all do it. We send it off. And we read it off on the podcast on what our origins are, like how much Italian you have, how much I see. 
I think we should do that. Well, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. <laughs> um, well, you don't want to know where you where, where you're. Uh... I just don't like having my DNA out there. To be honest. <laughs> The last that, time that, that happened stuff to me, get I got convicted away. for 10 years, and so you make I like keeping it to myself. You laugh, but that stuff doesn't get thrown away. Yeah, no, you know, you're right. So that's the stuff that always makes me a little nervous, but we can talk about it. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just do Chris. How about that? We'll just do Chris, and we'll make up. Let's just go oh, ahead and make him up now. Chris, let's, let's put some prop bets. Let's go ahead. All right. Get, a Q, get me a Q-tip. I'm going to swab his cheek, right, and we'll make we a decision. So anyway, well... I hear I thought that was the podcast outreach. Sorry about that. I'm looking at it going, well, it must be the podcast outreach. Okay, I'll let him do that. But hey, listen, we want to thank you for uh, sharing with us today. I'm pretty sure by our next one, Lindsay will be back with us. Right. Um, I yeah. know that she's coming back to Sunday we mornings. We should have called her, but she doesn't like the phone to ring if the baby's sleeping. But um, uh uh, She's a true millennial. She doesn't like the phone to ring anytime. Anytime she Message me. answers texts. She yes. also doesn't Answer. like unexpected guests to come out. Who's at the door? <laughs> I'm I Sebastian. Are you, Chill out. Are you, are you talking from personal experience? Company. Get down. Get down. Yeah, yeah, Company. Yeah. Sebastian Manikowski. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Don't eat that cake. That's for guests. Eat this muffin. <laughs> so. Um, Anyway, wow, you guys really go down quickly. So, uh, yeah. I want to thank. I'm sure. I'm sure Lindsay will be back. She's coming back to Sunday mornings, um, October sixth, and um, I'm sure she'll probably be back um, with us on our next podcast. I'm not committing, Lindsay. When you listen to this, you're not committed to it, um, even though I'm your boss and your father. But I'll let you make <laughs> that decision on your own. All right. Listen, we love you guys. We thank you so much for listening to us. Have a great week. Don't forget to come see us Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. 10 825 Midlothian Turnpike. We'd love to have you share with us. Thanks and have a fantastic week. You've been listening to the Kindred 360 podcast. If you would like to hear more, be sure to check out our additional podcast, Extra 360. And be sure to subscribe to the Kindred 360 podcast to stay up to date with our most current episodes. We want to thank you for listening today and have a blessed week ahead.